Hello, and welcome to Fantasy Talk Show, a place where heroes come to tell their stories. Our guest today is Holloway, a sailing half-elf warlock from the land of Ketharun. In this interview, we talk about his early life in Ketharun, his diverse relationship with his current crewmates, his passion for freedom against oppression, and a suspicious amount about his very good friend Eden. So without further ado, Holloway, welcome to Fantasy Talk Show. Hello. How did I get here again? You know what? Don't worry. Don't answer that. Yeah, it's it's a little, you know, wibbly wobbly. We're not 100% sure, but I'm glad to have you on the show. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm at a point in my life where I've just kind of decided this is how things go. So yeah, whatever. Happy to be here, I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about who you are and the world that you come from? The world that I come from? Okay. You know what? Yeah, sure. I'm just going to have to wave off the weirdness of this. So uh, as for me, nothing too special. I you know, you make me go introspective real quick. I guess I'm a sailor from Catherine. Started sailing when I was a kid. Just kind of did odd jobs. Still do odd jobs. Whatever it takes to, you know, get by, I guess. I currently live in Catopolis with a goblin named Nico and a tiefling named Harper. And they're crazy. And I don't know how I get through the day. I mean, I do, but I don't know how explicit your show is, so. Uh, it's, you know, I asked you here to be yourself. That's all I can ask. The answer is alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Yes. Hey, right on. We've all got ways that we deal with different things. Uh, you said you're originally from Ketharun. Would you mind telling us a little bit about Ketharun? It is the best place I've been to. And since I've been to two places, well, you know. <laughs> right on. Number one and number two. Yep. Yep. Easy enough. I guess the C as a concept is three, but shaky. Sure. As for Catherine, it's a pretty nice place. If you don't mind Fay, like everywhere. Oh my. About a hundred years ago, after some other heroes saved the world or whatever, the planar system got all, you know, cockeye. And somewhere in that, this little island continent got a portal to the Feywild ripped right in the middle of it. Oh, geez. So there's the coast, which is where I'm from. And that place is human-based, tritons, typical fishing community. If you head to the wildlands, though, oh, that's where shit gets wild. Yeah, the Fae have a way of uh, making it a little crazy. It's fun. I mean, I won't deny it. I've gone down there for some good evenings myself, but... Yeah, is there any particular evening that you would mind sharing about? Uh, any time I had back with the old crew was fun. Uh, there's Ella, Kanzai, Ivy... I think it was a mouse folk. It, it's weird. But ever since I was little, I stayed at this tavern. Things happened with my mom. Don't want to get into it right now. But that's fair. Ella basically took me in. She was the barkeep. And eventually we took in a, a half elf. Sorry, halfling. They both start with half, certainly. Their name's Kanzai. Uh, three of us basically ran this tavern for most of our childhood. So make of that what you will. Sounds like a fun and interesting childhood. You meet people. It's just that Thatch is such a small place that you end up meeting the same 12 people. Yeah. Okay, get to know them pretty well, though, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. And inevitably, stuff got interesting. We met a few strangers that came in. We did some adventuring. It was fun. And then uh, eventually I ended up heading out. You know, I feel like everyone inevitably does. So what happened with your old crew? It sounds like you've got a new current crew, but what about... The old crew, what happened to them? Do you know where they're out and about to these days? They're still out there. I left, because I had to. And 
they're still out there. When I'm done here, I'll go back there. Simple as that. You had to leave. Would you mind going into why? It wasn't them, it was me, you know? Offer I couldn't refuse kind of a deal. Had a... You know what? It's an interview. Inevitably, this was going to happen. Yes, sir. My mom's a pretty well-renowned singer back where I come from. She was... She was great. She went south. Uh, stepdad is dead to me. And I'm here to make, to me, not have to be in that sentence, if you get my drift. Ah, yeah, for sure. And so figured the best way to make him stop being a problem was to chase him down. Got a lead, set to sea, and, you know, still at that one. Right on. So you spend a lot of time at sea, but you said that you kind of home base in Catopolis. How did you find Catopolis? Was that kind of the next natural point? Is it a pretty big sea hub? It is the port town of port towns, yeah. Ah. And I kept looking for as long as I could. And when it came to a point where I couldn't afford to keep sailing, I knew I had to settle down at least for a bit, take a bit of a break, and work out my way to get some coin under my belt, and then head right back out. Figured a big port town like that would use a, could use a dock end, and simple as that. Yeah. Nowadays, it sounds like you kind of have a boat and a crew. How did you go about acquiring all that? I was pretty content just staying at the docks and doing my thing for a while. Didn't try not to get myself attached, you know? Life of a traveler. Yeah, this is a cash grab, nothing more. Then I met Nico. She's a goblin. She's reminded me more of Kanzai than I'd like to admit. Uh, in a good way, I hope. Uh, the good and the bad, you know? Very quickly, she endeared herself, I suppose, and... As a busker, she doesn't exactly get a lot of money herself, so quickly it was decided that it made more sense for us to share rent and then try and handle it one by one. Sure. So she became a roommate. Well, that was the end of the don't get attached mantra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's probably a good thing. It's got its ups and downs. Adventure with friends is always better, even when it's hard. That's true. Who else is on your adventuring party? It was just me and Nico versus the world for quite a while, and then uh, I think that's around when I met Vivi. She's a halfling and an Alzamar. She runs a little confectionery in town. Oh, nice. Yeah, Nico frequented enough. She's got a massive sweet tooth. And, you know, I never said no. Yeah. Um, so we would show up there enough, and she was kind enough, and we got to talking, and I never took her as the adventurous type. But inevitably, she kind of got dragged along into our crazy. Uh, mostly because of Zanari. But, you know, if I say that, he'll come in somehow and shoot me with his bow. So <laughs> we're not gonna... He hasn't thrown me under the bus. I won't throw him under it, even though it's real tempting. That's fair. Zanari himself is an interesting case. He's a half-orc ranger. He runs a flower shop, which, you know, has his job. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I have to use that on him. Just thought about that. Now you use that. He'll kill me, but I gotta use it. That's a, that's a good wordplay. I'm a fan. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, met him and meet him at around the same point in time, I guess. Zanari's pretty protective. I feel like he's doing the whole, I don't have kids, so I'm gonna treat you like you're my kids thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. He immediately didn't take a shine to me, and I, quite frankly, don't take a shine to people who don't take a shine to me. So, things settle themselves from there and we've had to make more truces than i'd enjoy but 
you, you, you keep doing what you gotta do to get the job done. And yeah, for sure. Cards on the table. He's not bad at what he does. So I, I, I'm glad he's on my side when we're, you know, on the battlefield. But yeah, as soon as we're off it, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. We are not friends. We are just acquaintances with common goals who hang out a lot and have common interests. And we're not friends. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. If it works, it works. Exactly. It's how we get things done. And the competition's healthy. Does that, uh, does that round out the crew? Yeah. I guess there's Eden. She's nice enough. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. She's a noble, uh, daughter of a noble. Does that still make it? it you're still a noble when you're the child of a noble. It's, whatever. Uh, her parents run one of the bigger businesses in the town. And she's, she's so nice. It hurts. Yeah. That sounds pretty sweet. What's the daughter of a noble who owns a business doing, hanging out with a bunch of sailors? Well, she doesn't have many friends. And everyone who knows her, you know, they pretty much just use her. She's, you know, money. Oh, yeah. Leave it to the people who ain't got shit to see someone beyond what they're, what they're making. Yeah, that's a big bummer. I hope that she's found some security within your group. I hope so, too. She's... She's one of those people who would do anything for people who tell her that they care about her, you know? Yeah. And it sucks to see when that kindness gets misplaced and given to the wrong people. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pretty rough awakening. I hope she gets to keep some of that yeah. in her growing up. Do you guys get along pretty well with her? Oh, not like she makes it hard to get along with her. She's energetic, bubbly. She and I meet up at sunrise every day at the docks. Oh, that sounds pretty cute. Yeah, it's a favorite time of day, and I'm already there, so at least we make conversation out of it. Zanari basically treats her like she's a kid. That sounds like she's maybe not that far off. Nah, I think Zanari would be a better parent for her than her actual parents, if you ask me personally. Oh, wow. Considering most of me and Zanari's arguments is that, you know, he doesn't want me at ten feet of her, so... Oh, why not? It sounds like you guys get along really well. Yeah, but it's, it's the whole pirate thing. Zanari's got some baggage about that, I think. Personal anecdotes and trauma and shit. If, if we were friends, I would dig into that, but... You know, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Besides, people got stuff they don't want to talk about. You know, who am I? Is that about it for the... That's pretty much... Oh, Harper shows up. She's a tiefling. She's... I don't know what her deal is. I think she's like a druid, but like with dead things. I don't know. She's weird. All right. That sounds pretty unique. She lives, she's kind of, she's technically a squatter, but also we've gotten to a point where as a squatter, she's welcome in my house. Right on. You know, she, she hates the government. I, I, I fucks with that. Yeah. And also the poor thing is less brain cells than I do. So someone's got to make sure she don't get herself hurt out there. In some of my research, I heard that you are, in fact, a warlock. Yeah. As a warlock, I'm assuming you have a patron of some sort. Now, some warlocks don't have much of a relationship with their patron, and some warlocks are defined by their relationship with their patron. Lucky them. Uh, where do you fall in, and what's your relationship like with your patron? Look, here's the truth of it. I want things to be a simple transaction. I do a thing for her. She does a thing for me. Life goes on. Not that easy? 
No, she's out there trying to make it, like, deeper with her schemes and plots and shit. And it's just, look, I came to you because I wanted your help in knocking out the asshole who knocked down my mom. Simple as that. Help me do my job. I'll do yours. And then we're done. But now, now, she's milking my efforts for as much as they're worth. And she's probably going to toss me out like yesterday's garbage as soon as I'm no longer of use. So predatory boss is probably the best. Predatory boss is your relationship with your patron. I give it a shit, but that's the least she deserves. Yeah, it sounds like you got a whole range of relationships from straight up enemies to best partners. Yeah, Nico and I are thickest thieves, and I think Eden and I are close. Zanari and I can tolerate a conversation, and Vivi's too nice for me to say I don't like her. <laughs> so she's good. She's fine. Even though she may have eyes for the wrong half orc, in my opinion. I'm just saying. If it makes her happy, I'm just giving Zanari shit by proxy. Sure. What is you and your crew's current goal? You said you were trying to save up, make some money, but now you got a ship. You're off doing stuff. What are you guys up to these days? Not if I know, to be honest. Every now and then, Remus, the son of the lord of the town, shows up and is like, hey, can you do the thing? And we're like, yeah, okay, we do a thing, and we're done. To be frank, I kind of black out for most of them. Blackout in a haze or blackout with a little bit of drinking? Yes. All right. The way I see things is if I'm getting paid, I get the job done. I don't think about it. So there's no there's no big uh, no big villain to fight, no big uh, quest to quest to happen. You're just living your best life, paycheck to paycheck, and hitting the sea when you can. And there's probably all that shit there, but I, like I said, it's a cash grab for me. At least I trying to make it be i don't if a there's some big evil plot probably has something to do with my patron and you know i don't have time to unpack that (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i'm too busy fixing other people's problems to stop and work on my own yeah yeah what i guess then does the future look like for you i know a lot of people haven't thought about the idea of settling down but at least maybe you've thought of the idea of a happy ending what does the happy ending of your life look like? Well, first of all, no ending is happy until my mom's avenged. That's priority one. Right. Everything else kind of falls into place after that. Hopefully by that point, my business with Aronis is done. She can go back to being a creepy siren deep in the depths of the sea, and I can go back to being just some stage sailor and not have all this weird magic shit. Yeah, right on. Look, uh, is having magic cool? Yeah, but I wasn't born with it. I was given it to do a job, and then when the job's done, I'll happily give it back. I don't care. It's a tool to get the job done. At that point, it's whoever will take me first. If things are nice with the crew in Catopolis, you know, I'll consider it. But I got a family back in K3 and I wouldn't mind coming back to instead, so. Is that what you want? I just want to not have to fight again. I'm sick of it, you know? Every other day, it feels like there's some other threat to something or other. Be it Laronis's meddling or the nobility of Catopolis trying to bug Eden. Did you know that people still did arranged marriages in Catopolis? It's gross. I mean, there's there could be some validity to uh every bad thing that's happened in my life is because someone didn't get a choice in the matter. Mm. Making someone's choice is pretty much in my eyes the worst thing you could do to someone. So Alright. For to be someone's parents and say, Hey, this is the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with for no other reason than it's politically advantageous. Sure. I don't know. To me, that's the worst thing you could do to someone, plus the betrayal of it being family. Hmm. So, 
easy to say that Eden's parents don't exactly have my highest regards. Sure. Is uh, Eden arranged to be betrothed? Yeah. Dude's an asshole, though. You know, I'm working on it. Yeah, right on. She doesn't She doesn't want to, is the thing. She's made it very clear she doesn't want to. So. Mm, see, that's that's a problem. Yeah, that's, at this point, all it's going to be is the, the words on paper is going to be unraveled, and that's, you know, messing with government structure and destroying norms is something we warlocks are pretty good at. So. Right on. Is it fair to say that your happy ending is settling down? Would you go back to running the pub? I think Ella's got that unlocked. We were her assistants. We didn't run it. She did. But if she wanted the help, I'd give it. Right on. If I could have the whole lot of the Catherine crew and the Catopolis crew in one spot, that, that's ideal. But, you know, the, real, the realities of that are pretty tough to make happen. Well, you got lots of time to figure it out. Maybe it'll work out. Yeah, exactly. And, like, in my perfect version of things, Zanari and I are finally, I don't know, do I think we could get along? Probably. At the very least, you'd be chill with me hanging out with Eden. Yeah. Truth of the matter is, I don't care where Eden ends up, so long as it's her call, you know? Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, there's ideal situations, but we don't get into that. That's We just talked about how the choice should belong to the person, right? Yeah. That's my sort of my whole praxis. <laughs> so, right on. You know, right on. That's, that's the weird thing about fantasizing about the future for me, is like, I'm one of those people who's like, everyone should do whatever they want. So when I come up with where someone's going to be in five years, it's like, oh, you know, and maybe this happens, but, you know, only if they want to. Makes 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 the whole process a little complicated. Sure. Keep letting people have their choice is literally my whole thing. There are worse things that I've heard, so I can appreciate that. It's simple, but you'd be surprised how many people try and take advantage of it. If I had to keep on adventuring, I think, you know, if I didn't have to stop when my mom was avenged and... My personal business was tended to. If I had to keep on being like someone for hire or whatever, I think my thing would just be if someone's trying to take control of someone else, I stop it. I could stop, yeah. I think that would be what would keep me adventuring, if anything. But, you know, I've kind of meddled in so many people's business at this point, it's not very appealing. I'm one of those people who likes to mind my own business, have my circle of friends, do my own thing, and gives a damn you know well you say that but it sounds like you care an awful lot i said i tried don't worry i won't tell anybody yeah at least of all well at least of all zanari he'd believe me forever sure oh yeah sure if nico found out she'd probably be like yeah i know if eden found out she'd probably i don't know what do people do when they're happy i don't know she's always happy it's weird <laughs> right on i don't think i've seen a mad one well i did once she got mad one time it was at Marcellus, who's basically just the worst, so, you know, it doesn't really count. Yeah, yeah, sure. If you don't mind, I'd like to get into some audience questions. Okay. The first one comes from, actually, me. Oh? Uh, you said one of your crewmates owns a confectionery shop. Yes. What's your favorite confectionery from that shop that they make? Oh, that's, that's low. <laughs> that's tough. Uh... Slice of Heaven's a real good shop. Mimi uh, runs it expertly. Uh, everything's good, to be honest. I'm not a picky eater. I mean, what's the best? I don't know. I haven't tried everything yet. I can't give you one. What's the best that you've tried? Uh, good question. Vivi uh, makes donuts a lot. Those are good. Uh, the ones with chocolate. I do love myself a good donut. 
since I work early, I tend to get there before, well, around when she starts at the shop itself, so get to get the first ones right out. That's nice. Ah, that does sound nice. Uh, next up, we have uh, Virgil, who asks, what was your home life like growing up? Oh, as for home life, day to day was pretty normal. When it was the three of us, Ella would wake up early, start the start the tavern. I'd help out where I could, and Kanza would help out where they could. Kanza had a little workshop in the back where they'd work on their projects and build stuff. They had a real thing for trying to fly. I don't, I don't quite get it, but I think it's their way of expressing the whole freedom thing. I had the sea, they had the sky. Kind of makes sense. Okay. As for myself, uh, I'd do whatever wacky shit Ella needed me to do. That was like one of those shows or whatever that people watched. Ella needed a thing. I got it done. That was good. Right on. When the others showed up, we had some adventures now and then. You know, minor stuff. Monsters were common. That was pretty common. We were right by a portal to the Feywild, so you had to show your medal now and then. Sounds like a unique upbringing, but it definitely sounds like there was a lot of love there. Oh, yeah. Ella's the best. She's not that much older than me, honestly. She's probably like four years older than me, but she's basically a more of a mom than me mom sometimes. Oh, wow. My big sister, maybe more accurate. She had her own dreams and plans. She wanted to get out of town, but then she saw what happened where my stepdad was out of the picture and my mom was out of the picture, and she gave up on her dreams for me. So, at least I can do is pay the favorite kind. Right on. Next, Krova wants to know, what is the most interesting place you've traveled to slash person you've met while sailing on the high seas with your crew? Oh, interesting people. Well, everyone I just... And places. And places. Places, I, I don't stop and do the scenery much. I'm not a tourist. But, I mean, I guess the underground of Catopolis was pretty weird. Monster Echidna, they had a whole underground sub-network with kobolds that were like mutated for the water, and giant snakes that were running a giant labyrinth. It was weird. Why that was built under a port town is beyond me. It's piss-poor planet. That's crazy. Was the port town built over it, maybe? I don't know, but the contracting work for that alone would be ridiculous. <laughs> the, the, the hired hands, the cover-ups, governmentally. It's not worth it just to get rid of some fucking snakes. But whatever. And it's just a whole catacomb under the city, huh? Yeah, apparently there's like a master builder down there who crafted it and everything. You know, I, I, read, one, I read one book about a labyrinth and I don't quite plan to meet another minotaur, so... Oh, sure. It may not even be a minotaur, but I ain't taking my chances. So that's probably the weirdest place. Weirdest person. It was interesting person. Fuck. Uh... Yes, it, if you want the funny answer, it's Harper. She's wild. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. But you know what? It's kind of why I like having her around. Yeah. If you want the sappy answer, I guess. This is what people want, right? It's the content people want out of this. So need to get all emotional and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's the. It's all about the drama, the personality. Let it flow, let it show. Yeah, show. Sure. I'll let something flow. Come on, do it a second. <laughs> anyway, if you want the honest truth, it's... Toss up between Remus and Eden? Nah, it's Eden, 100%. Remus is a good kid, but Eden got shit figured out. I mean, it's kind of why I get him, you know? Just a kid trying to make his way, and now he's got the burden of responsibility. Now he's just a kid who wants to hang out with his goldfish. I can't believe him. 
Yeah. It's a rough thing to have at a young age. Yeah, and Marcellus ain't doing him favors. His older brother and treats him like a punk. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. As for Eden, I don't know. Just know the whole thing I said about, like, uh, not going to get attached. Uh-huh. She was probably single-handedly the person who shoved that one down. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I kind of picked up on that. Yeah. I don't know. People are nice. I've met nice people. Like, and Ella taught me kindness, you know? Yeah. And move on, but family got kind to you because they, the family is the job description. But Ella was some lady who I just knew as the bartender, you know? I didn't know her. Before she became basically my big sister, I was like, oh, that's the bartender lady. She's like my age and she's kind of cute. As simple as that. But then she took me in, all that got changed, and now the thought that I used to think that's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how life goes, you know. Yeah. But I think I see a lot of her and Eden, but like less jaded, less drunkenly jaded. Eden's just nice for niceness sake. She has no reason to be nice. She's got enough money and power that she could just be a total jerk and get away with it. But she chooses to be nice. She chooses to embrace life. I don't know. As someone who feels like every choice has been written for me, I think I respect that more than I expect very cool so the final question i have here is from shay and the question is what is your favorite drink <sighs> the answer is scotch obviously scotch yeah duh. what do you mean duh gin and tonic oh we're gonna get into a fight all right well we better end this right now because i gotta roll up my sleeves on this one no nah, no this is look pirates say rum and they're lying <laughs> Literally, it's part of the thing of being a pirate. We lie. What makes you think we tell the truth about our favorite drink? <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is it's actually rum and you just lied to me about scotch? Maybe. You'll never find out. <laughs> Maybe this whole thing's been bullshit. How can you? <laughs> That's fair enough. Oh, man. Well, Holloway, uh, it's been very fun. I, I appreciate your time on the show. Thanks for coming on. I guess it was a fun time while it lasted. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, enjoy life and enjoy your... Your further adventures. That'll be fun. Hopefully it all works out. That's the, that's the most I can wish for anyone, right? That at the end of the day, it all just kind of works out. Yeah, that's a good wish to wish onto the audience. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're dealing with to be asking me questions. Oh, God, did Remus tell people that I'm important again? Ugh. God, I'm going to have to suck him. Thank you for listening to my interview with Holloway. He's a character from the mind of B, using the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition system, as well as a player character for the Frostwalkers podcast. If you'd like to hear more from Holloway, go check out the Frostwalkers on your favorite podcatcher. And if you'd like to hear more from B himself, he also DMs a separate podcast called World of Wildervere, which uses a custom set of rules that you can access completely free through their Google Drive, or show your support by buying it for a truly reasonable $10, which as I'm sure we all know is basically a steal as far as tabletop games go. Follow World of Wildervere on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or wherever you'd like through their home website, worldofwildervere.carrd.co. As always, make sure to check out the podcast description for all the mentioned content links. Thank you to Josiah Piles for the cover art and to Kylan Small for the intro and outro music of the podcast. Please check out the links in the podcast description for more of their content. I'd also like to thank my editor, Lizzie Culver, for all the hard work she puts into this podcast. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to connect with me or other like-minded adventurers, join the Fantasy Talk Show Discord. You can join by clicking the link in the description. Also, check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash fantasy talk show or my Twitter page at twitter.com slash fantasy pod show. Talk to you soon.